Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or a fur real Mama Josie the Kangaroo for $49.99. And save time and get your groceries delivered with Meyer Home Delivery. So you can stay out of the elements on these chilly winter days. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started. I'd like to issue a formal apology to all of the uncorked and unfiltered listeners. My um, sound audio in the last episode was actual literal shit. And I blame my laptop. It is from 2012 and it is protesting its use. And I've stepped on it multiple times. So I think it's also a little bit my fault as well, but mostly my laptops. So I'm sorry. And I, I will do better going forward. Taylor, thank you so much for opening up and telling us your story and for being so brave. Um, if you would like, you can Venmo us at Uncork Podcast. All funds will be put towards my new laptop. Cue the music. Hi, everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered, sponsored by BrideBright. And we would like to remind everyone to follow us on our social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered, and our Twitter is uncork underscore podcast. And we're coming at you with wine tonight. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, I think has been drinking. I have. Taylor was like, are we drinking tonight? And I'm like, yes, it's been a very long day. Um and now I just like completely fucked up the intro and we had to do it 12 times. So it's okay. that's me for editing this for future time. Good luck. <laughs> and good luck to our recording for tonight. Oh boy. But uh, here we are. How are you, Taylor? I'm good. Why was your day so hectic? Tell us. Oh, it was just like, a, it was just like a really long day. Like it's already a Monday. Mm. And then, you know, when it's just like, it's nice when it's like a mellow Monday, but it wasn't. So I had a long day at work. It was busy. Right. And I'm actually traveling for work at the end of the week. So I had to go get a COVID test before I travel. The company tells me to. So it was just a long week, but no better. Not a long, see, it wasn't even a week. It was a day. <laughs> but no better way to end my day than with uncorked and unfaltered. I mean, someone did touch your brain like an hour ago. So maybe that's what the problem is. It might be. And like my nose keeps like running because, you know, I mean, T, you've gotten it. Like yeah. once I go up there, it really just like starts the flow. Oh, yeah. It's like the perfect signage drainage. Sinus it's like drainage. I really, yeah. Like I felt like my congestion was at a perfect place where I was just fine, prim and proper up there. And mm-hmm. now it's loosey-goosey. Right. They played around with it and like Niagara Falls coming at you live. I did go to, like, a pediatrics office. I don't know why. Oh, my God. And, so fun. And it was so fun because that's so Raven, the, like, the sequel show, Raven's Home, was uh-huh. playing on the TV right in front of me as I got my brain probed. 
that's a win. So that was nice. And there was little mermaid decorations all over the place. I did feel a little out of place. I was like, why am I here? But (laughs) they were open the latest. So that's why I went there. (laughs) You do what you got to do in this world. Yeah. How are you? My weekend was, I did nothing. I worked a long day Friday, Saturday, Sunday. When I tell you I got off the couch to get food Mm -hmm. and go to the bathroom, I am not exaggerating. I like left my phone upstairs most of the day. So I was just completely in my own little shame cocoon of like pizza bagels and candy and the office. And it was great. That's amazing. I know. I'm so happy for you. That is so amazing. I was um, Angela from the office for Halloween. Oh my God. I saw you looked great. Thanks. It was really nice. Like Matt and I were Dwight and Angela and it was like very fun to be them. But Matt kept putting my stuffed animal cat in the freezer. Oh, that's really playing the part of Dwight with sprinkles. But Hmm. after a while, sometimes I'd be like talking to someone else and then I'd be like, where's my cat? And then I would like, (laughs) and I'd be like, he didn't. And like, he would somehow without me noticing, like take it. And at one point it must've been in the freezer for like a good hour and a half. And like that cat was cold. Oh, poor little guy. I know. But wait, now that we're on the subject, should we talk about the um, celebs we saw with their Halloween costumes? Yes. There was a very good amount of good ones. I agree. People – no, I knew where you were getting at. People people actually, like, went all out. I mean, we'll get into it a little bit about some people maybe – went a little too far out with, like, what they did and who they hung out with. But people went – they were, like, really good with the Halloween costumes. Like, let's start it off. Um, yeah. Oh, you do the first one because you found Okay. So I – high-key died. Kelsey Ballerini went as a Karen. She – I don't know if she was wearing a wig or what, but she had, like, her hair done in that typical way that, like, everyone always – claims it's like the Karen haircut she had a shirt on or I think it said like I need to speak to the manager or something like that um she was carrying a bottle of wine and then she did like an Instagram like reel or video or whatever the fuck Instagram does these days and she just like went off on it it was so funny I honestly was watching and I was like she's gonna get so much heat for this like people are not gonna be pleased about this but I don't think she actually did I think people kind of thought it was funny I'm That's not sure. good because it's Halloween. Like, unless you're being, like, straight-up offensive or, you know, racist or sexist right. or whatever, I think it's fair game. It's a it's joke. Like, it's Halloween, you know? Like, yeah. it's just supposed to be fun. That, yeah. I thought, I it, that was really good. She killed yeah. it. Yeah, I thought so, too. That Yeah, that was awesome. And then with the Kardashians, Kendall and Kylie Jenner, they dresses themselves from, like, many years ago. Well, of course, they were, like, a million different um, right. costumes. They, because- they probably changed every hour. Yeah, but they were – there was, this, like, cute picture of them, I guess, when they were, like, maybe, like, 11 or something, wearing mm-hmm. these, like, crazy early 2000-type, like, outfits. And, of course, they made it look, like, hot and stylish. Yeah, of um, course. And then I, did you see Kim with her friend, best friend Jonathan? They were Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic, and then all of Kim's kids were tigers. Oh, my God. I love that. I loved it, but also it was, like, kind of basic. Very basic. I – there's a lot of those, though. I, I was lot. expecting it, so I, I'm not really surprised, but yeah. it was that, funny. Yeah. No, that, that was funny. 
Um, yeah, and let's just keep going down the list. So J-Lo and A-Rod were Madonna and Bruce Springsteen. Kind of boring. I like this and, one. Like, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tarwick were Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt from the Zoom table read. Oh, my God. That was so funny. So funny. So clever. Like, I would never think to do something like that. Me either. That's just, like, so funny. You know, no one else did that. And that's just, like, oh, my God. That was so good. I have to give them kudos for that. Yeah. And, and then, then we Tarek have- El Musso and his fiance yeah. Heather Ray Young, were pirates with Tarek's two kids. That was cute. I don't know. Kind of boring, but cute. Yeah. It was cute because even if it's not a creative costume, like – the way they executed it was very cute. Yeah. And I love when families do like a theme. Mm-hmm. Me too. That was cute. And then speaking of theme, Neil Patrick Harris um, and his husband David and their twins were Willy Wonka. And then, um, well, their twins were like the kids in Willy Wonka. Yeah. David was Willy Wonka. And then Neil Patrick Harris was like one of the dads. I think maybe Violet's dad or something. But that was cute. And like that picture really looked like they were in front of the chocolate factory. I know. I loved it. I thought it was so great. I think though he was, um, remember, remember in the movie, the guy that whispered all the, like the things to the, oh my God, Slugworth or something his name was. He was like the bad guy in the movie. And he whispered, he whispered formula or whatever for yeah. the candy i think that's who he that's was that's who he was yeah got it got it which he did again, look kind of creepy got yeah it, got it, got it. yeah 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 which is still great loved it um yeah did you see kelly ripa and her husband mark consuelos were a princess and prince charming yeah they're cute they are she's obsessed with him i like love that i don't blame her he's Me hot either. yeah i don't blame her at all yeah Me that either. was super cute um we love that. And then, oh, my God, Tan um, from Queer Eye was Moira Rose. I – okay. Did you see Shits Creek, their Instagram post? Like, mm-hmm. they made a whole, like, five posts of people that reenacted them for Halloween. So One many was better than the next. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, that must be, like, so awesome for, like, the cast to see because that mm-hmm. really is proof of, like, how many people love the show to, like, care enough to dress – yeah. You know, like, they're now, Shit's Creek is at the office caliber, I really feel. Like, they're going to be, so like, too. a classic yeah. comedy that is just going to only get better, I think, with age. Yeah. So that was so cute. But, yeah, Tans was so good. I'm pretty sure Ryan Seacrest, he was um, David. Oh, my God. I love it. And his, like, outfit was, like, insane. He was wearing, like, the black jeans with, like, the black skirt over it. It was, like, really, really good. Oh, my God. Quick sidebar, I have started season six. I don't know if I told <gasps> About you. time. I'm like more than halfway through. So I really binged it really quick. And then I was like, Taylor, you need to slow down. Like you just watched seven. No, you don't. It's been day. twelve it's been twelve years, Taylor. You don't need to slow down. Well, I just want to drag it out because I'm gonna be sad when it's over. I know. You're gonna cry. You have to text me when you get to a certain part. You'll know what it is. The wedding. I know I'm gonna cry at the wedding. No, it's another part, but yes, you will cry at that as well. Oh, great. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But also, okay, to end this whole celeb Halloween thing on a low note, Kendall Jenner is getting some heat. So yeah. she um, had a Halloween birthday party with like over 100 people and everyone wasn't wearing masks. I think that the only celebrity I saw wearing a mask was Jaden Smith. 
But, yeah, like, of course she tried to be sneaky with it, and there were signs all over the place that said, you can take as many pictures as you want, but don't post on social media. Well, apparently, like, no one, including her sisters, can read because everyone (laughs) posted it on social media. Number one, how do you expect to throw that type of rager of a party, especially when people dress up? The the point of dressing up is to take a picture. Like, duh. So, like, I mean, I think she knew that it was going to get out. She definitely did. And, like, people haven't been out at parties in freaking months. Like, they're going to go out, they're going to look their best, and they're going to take pictures. Like, bold of you to assume that people would actually read a piece of paper, be like, oh, she's so right. We should not post pictures and not do it. Bold. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like stupid. But come on. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like, especially this month, everyone is done with the Kardashians from the start of Kim's you know, island birthday trip Mm. where she took everyone. And even though she was safe with, you know, everyone getting COVID tests, everyone said that she was like flaunting her privilege and like people haven't been able to see their families. And then with Kendall doing this and like, you know, being a hypocrite and like posting about, you know, certain things about politics and stuff and then going and like going out and about. But like I do, it's not defending the Kardashians, but I do have a thought. I – truly feel that a lot of celebrities are careless and don't even care about, you know, the masks, the social distancing. I just think the Kardashians are famous for not giving a fuck Mm. and for not really trying to hide it. So like, at least they're not being fake. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I feel like a lot of celebrities try and like hold this whole type of rapport on their social media about like, wear a mask, like do this. And then I've read on blind items and stuff that like they're, are not doing any of that. So I don't know. That's kind of how I'm like, not saying you shouldn't give them shit, but they are not the only people. It's like most of Hollywood is entitled and privileged and doesn't think the virus affects them. I mean, I honestly could believe it. I feel like celebrities kind of surround themselves in like a a bubble and they probably just assume everyone in the bubble is fine, is, you know, being safe or whatever, isn't sick. And then it's like, their bubble just like grows and grows and grows the more they hang out with people but they assume like their immediate bubble is fine and then that person I I feel like yeah I feel like they are just thinking like we're all famous we're all tested we're all clean we know we're clean like we're not around people that are sick so we're fine yeah no yeah you're right yeah so I don't know I mean it's not gonna end so (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be wearing masks until we die everybody just make it look good literally uh but yeah so that was halloween that was good but backtracking a little bit we got to talk about call her daddy's 100th episode oh my i felt like i was in therapy and i honestly felt like i should venmo Lori cooper after because she helped me work through a bunch of demons in about an hour so she yeah she she was killer i gotta give it to her like i mean what a good mama mm-hmm. like it was so awesome that she came on and you can tell that they have such a good relationship but besides all of that like she spit facts so just yeah. not to get ahead of herself alex cooper had her 100th episode of call her daddy and she was like teasing she's gonna have this big guest and everyone was like trying to guess who it was and it ended up being her mom and Love it was it. amazing. Um, yeah. They talked about, like, everything and everything. But did I just say everything and everything? You did, but it kind of works. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like Taylor said, it literally was just a therapy a session. A therapy session. Yeah. yeah. She just kind of went – I mean, I think one of the first things Alex asked her was like, how do you feel about me doing this show? Or like people that stop you, like what do you say? And Alex's mom was like, I am so proud of you and like – everything you've accomplished, how big you've made this show. Like you're, you literally have a fan base, a fan follow or like a following, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was pretty awesome. I don't know. Like, I, I guess maybe it's the topic that she talks about that. I'm like, I wonder if I don't think all parents would be able to turn around and say, I'm so proud of you that you made like a sex podcast and yeah. you've made it into this amazing, incredible thing. So I feel like she I feel like that's really good that she's able to like have a mom that's so supportive like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes sense why Alex is so X rated because yeah, my mom love her to death. Wouldn't change a thing, but she would not be cool with that. So I would be hesitant to really go all out with that. So it really does make sense why Alex is such a free spirit. Doesn't hold anything back. Because she's had the support from, like, the one person that most people would be the reason they would hold back because they don't want to, like, quote-unquote disrespect or, you know what I mean? Embarrassed. So it makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, it makes sense why Alex is the way she is. And then, like, that's awesome. So then, like, the mom has truly helped her and, like, helped her spread her wings to become, like, exactly, like, who she is um, with her podcast. Yeah. And I thought that was really awesome. And her mom just gave, like, a bunch of, like – dating advice and it's always things that like it I feel like with dating advice the more simple the advice Mm, the more straight up it is and her biggest thing really it's it's so so simple but like us girls we make it so hard because that's what we do we're females yeah and I think her like she said her biggest advice was make some or be with someone who makes you the best version of you and like allows you to grow Mm -hmm. and like that just it makes so much sense. It does. Know? It does. It makes it, it makes so much sense. And like how you should find a partner that isn't trying to change you or hold you back. And also like a, a, it should be a partnership. You shouldn't have to like need that person, but like kind of want that person. And it needs to be like healthy in that way. And like she went on, but then like she went on to say about like, you know, dealing with maybe, like, types of, like, relationship issues and, like, showing the truth of things and how, like, the person who cares less about the relationship, like, has the power. They have Mm -hmm. the upper hand. Mm -hmm. So if you are in maybe, like, a toxic situation and you feel like you're the person that's giving more, like, it's going to be, like, a vicious circle type of situation because, like – once you already know that that person doesn't give a shit and like you, you would end up wanting it more and that gives them more of the power. Yeah. And what she also said, which is what I've always said is like, and I had to learn the hard way years ago is you can't change someone like, yeah. And once you marry them, that's the, like, you know, once you like decide to be with them, that's not going to, you're not going to like randomly change who they are. So like, yeah, you see someone if you're with someone and you want to be with them, like how they are and how you see that, then you need to accept them from that and not assume that they're going to change. Cause like, they're probably not. Yeah. It was honestly like a very, um, insightful episode. Not at all. Like her normal stuff, I guess like it couldn't Mm-mm. really be because it would be with her mother and that would just yeah. be very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't listened to it yet, like 
highly recommend 10 out of 10. You will learn a lot. You will maybe rethink some things and you'll be Mm -hmm. like, oh shit, I've just been awakened. Yeah. No, it's, it's nice. I liked it. I liked it too. I love her. It's really nice to hear those things sometimes because like you Mm -hmm. said, like sometimes we make it so damn complicated and when it's complicated, that's when it's not right. It's kind of like, it shouldn't be complicated. It's like pretty black and white. You're going to know if someone gives a shit about you or not. Yeah. If you're you're confused about it, you know the answer. Yeah. You're not going to feel like there's a power struggle or like he doesn't care or she doesn't care or whatever. It's going to be very mutual. Mm -hmm. And like if it's not, you need to look at that and be like, am I caring more or am I caring less? Mm -hmm. Because both are bad. It should be mutual. It should be mutual. Yeah. But thanks, Mama Cooper. That was awesome. Yeah. We highly recommend the episode. For anyone, guy, girl, it was great. Single, in a relationship, married, anything. Listen to it. You'll learn a lot. Did you see what Megan Fox commented, speaking of relationships and exes, on her ex-husband Brian Austin Green's Instagram pic? It was so uncomfortable, and I loved every second of it. Messy, 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 messy. Oh, my God. I had – I was like – I was here for it, but as I was like reading it, she left a paragraph. Paragraph. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, all right, before we get too ahead of ourselves, read Just what read she. It. I'll read want. it. Okay. You read it. Yeah, yeah. I'll read it. So, okay, backstory, because he deleted the picture. He originally posted this picture, and it's him in his Halloween costume and their son, Journey. And um, Megan commented, <clears throat> <laughs> get ready. Why does Journey have to be in the picture? It's not hard to crop them out or choose photos that they aren't in. I had a great Halloween with them yesterday, and yet notice how they are absent from my social media. I know you love your kids, but I don't know why you can't stop using them to posture via Instagram. You're so intoxicated with feeding the pervasive narrative that I'm an absent mother and that you are the perennial, eternally dedicated dad of the year. You have had them half the time congratulations you truly are a remarkable human why do you need the internet to echo back to you what should be inexactly i don't know what that word is evident in the way you love your children or in the way your children love you number one megan what's up with the big words okay what's the big words megan come on god damn good for you i'm bothered by people that use like these annoyingly like large and no one ever uses these words in in normal sentences i'm like what are you trying to prove obviously love you meg on your side regardless but yeah that was rough to read because i was like don't know what that means i'm assuming it's negative but okay (laughs) i don't want to have to get out a dictionary to read an instagram comment i just want to know what you're trying to get across here yeah but there is yeah there is some major shots fired underlying factors going on with them Obviously, yeah. he is salty AF that she's dating mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly. She's in madly in love with Machine Gun Kelly. They seem to be going strong. But I also think – I kind of feel – I don't know. I feel like she's feeling insecure about her position because it does look like, you know, she's, like, obviously really hot and beautiful. But she has kids. And here she is right. gallivanting with this younger guy, going right. to clubs, making out everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like – don't I don't think that makes her a bad mom. I don't no. think that makes her 
that doesn't mean she's absent just because she's out at 1am on a Saturday night. Like her kids are sleeping regardless. So like, I think that's crazy. And also like they have shared custody. So like her, maybe when her, when her ex has the kids, that's when she's out and about, but she probably has some insecurities because maybe she's, I'm sure she's gotten some hate online about that. Like there's mom shamers are like the most vicious groups on Instagram. Oh my God. I know they're literally relentless, but no, I agree. I, I, there probably is some kind of her being concerned. I wonder if they had some sort of agreement, like the kids are never in pictures. We don't want them on social media type thing. And now she feels that since they're divorced, he posted it and she feels betrayed by that. I don't know. I honestly was thinking that too. Right? Like it, it could make sense, I guess. Yeah, because she was like, I had them and I wasn't posting. Yet right. you have now you're there and you need to post because he knows he she and oh yeah, to finish this up, he ended up deleting the photo and then mm-hmm. reposting it with the sun cropped out. So I don't yeah. know if then they talked on the side and right. she was like, Fucking delete it, you scumbag and he maybe thought like she was like, We had an agreement. Right. And he was like, Okay. Right. Right, because that I mean, that's the only kind of thing I guess like if if they didn't have an agreement, if she genuinely was just a pissed off, angry mama bear and he didn't give a fuck, I think he would have left it up there just to be like yeah. spiteful. But the fact that he kind of deleted it and, or like cropped it the way she wanted it makes me think I maybe there was some kind of mutual, we're not going to have the kids on Instagram a lot. Like if we're going to post the picture with them, it's maybe not of their faces or it's, I don't know. It is not good though i just thought it was crazy like good for you megan because you just did that for the entire world to see and now right you did it for us more like a dick yeah you totally did it for uncorked and unfiltered thank you so much (laughs) but like he looks like a dick now i know yeah and i you could tell she had it up to here once you become once these mm -hmm. celebs become public with this you know exactly they're doing it for a reason they're doing it because they want like it's like the Cassie and Colton shit, you know, and she started oh, yeah. them making, you know, like that's when they're desperate and they need to fully send a message and show like, do not mess with me, like I'm done with you. Yeah. So Megan's had it. Obviously, there's been some issues. I'm just like, I feel bad for the kids too. Like that's a mess, but good for you, Meg. You know, good for you, Meg. You really let him have it, and I just love it. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Oof. Speaking of kids, Taylor, I'm going to let you say this news since this is your show. Oh my God. Okay. I'd be so honored. <laughs> so Vanderpump Rules fans, we have another pregnant Vanderpumper and her name shocker. is Sheena Shea. I know. Shocker. But this is like the best shocker ever. So Sheena and her boyfriend Brock are now expecting um, their little rainbow baby. And like, it's so happy. That's crazy. When I found out about this, I was like to Taylor, I was like, is this some sort of pact going on? Because like they are all pregnant. They did make a pregnancy pact a few years ago. They all want to be pregnant at the same time. And I'm pretty sure like as of right now, Kristen and Katie are like the only two that aren't from the originals. Yeah. So I guess they're following through on it, which like good on them. I'm also just like, wow. That's a lot of babies going to be running around in West Hollywood. A lot of babies. 
Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. And yeah, that just is crazy. Like, I mean, obviously there's been so many celeb baby news. It's just like the time to have babies, you know, apparently it's like the happen time. Corona. But that Nobody is else. really, yeah, it is such a coincidence that all of them are pregnant at the same time. Yeah. I'm just so happy for Sheena because she, so she went um, through, she was like freezing her eggs the whole like, yeah. last few years or whatever. She really, really, really wanted a baby. And like, I guess as she was getting older and I don't know if there were other medical issues, I'm not sure. Um, she just really wanted a baby. And so she was literally willing to do whatever she could. And it's just awesome that, like, she was able to do it just naturally. Like, Aww. you know. So no, that's awesome. so happy, and I'm so happy for her. That's so great. So many babies. I know. That's going to really be like, awesome. you know how there was, like, baby boomers back in, like, the 19, like, 50s or 60s or whatever they are? Mm-hmm. After the war, everybody came home and, like, had babies. Yes. There's going to be, like, a corona boomers. Yeah, you're right. We'll call it the loaded coronas. <gasps> Dead. Oh my God. That's That'll be so that generation. Good. I love the that. Same. It's going to happen. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. It is that time of the season. Speaking of the which, season. Mm-hmm, Freeform has announced or released their 25 Days of Christmas lineup. Ooh. It is stacked. I also can't believe Christmas is coming. Literally, I still think I'm in March. So I'm like writing the date on papers and I'm like March. And I'm, I'm like, wait, what? No, we had the whole summer already. Yeah. Like last I checked, it was St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Thanks. That was like the last normal Holiday? thing we kind of had when we went to the bar on St. Patrick's Day and I was unwell. R.I.P. Oh, yeah, you were. I was unwell. But that was really like the last like big hurrah. I mean, besides obviously my sister's bachelorette party, but right. that was really towards the end of the world. But it's just crazy how long <laughs> this has lasted. Um, oh, I want to throw up. But yeah, I just like that's crazy that it was announced, and like it got me thinking. Like I saw some people yesterday and today posting that like they're buying Christmas decorations and they're putting up their tree, and no, I feel same. like this is like super controversial. Like. Does Christmas start November 1st or does it start after Thanksgiving? I mean, technically Christmas is December 25th. So hmm. I don't really know why. But hmm, I also am being a little hypocritical right now because I did start listening to Christmas music last month. So, Oh, my God. I listened to the Charlie Brown album literally this weekend, like on it, Halloween. It so. just makes me so happy. Like I just – God, Jingle Bell Rock. Come on, people. It's the fucking best music ever. I don't know. I know. I like, I do feel November 1st is a little too premature. It's I a little premature. Maybe like coming up to Thanksgiving, it's like fine. But at the same time, this has been such a terrible year. It's I know. Been, like so much. So like that's going to like lift your spirit to decorate your house, to play that music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go for it. I'm all about it then. Like I really don't care. No one should be judging anyone. Literally, if I want to deck the halls with boughs of holly – November 3rd, I'm gonna. Yeah. I didn't mean to say election day, but I did. It's fine. And if I want to put eggnog creamer in my coffee and maybe actual eggnog with the alcohol in my coffee starting now, I don't want to be judged. You won't. You won't. Thank you. 
Thank and you. And if I want to, I don't have any others, but if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. With Christmas cheer. Fuck yeah. Buddy the elf. <laughs> What's your favorite color? But we are doing Thanksgiving at my house this year, and our like tradition is during thanksgiving like the dinner and stuff we listen to like classical whatever fucking music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the minute we clear the dinner plates we pop on the christmas music we break out the christmas china and we are in the holiday fucking spirit over yes. here at the house like, i love it. that i love that literally when we go black friday shopping that's what mm-hmm. i listen to on my drive to the mall Lada. Lada. I love it. yes lex and i go black friday shopping every thanksgiving right after we eat and it's amazing it's amazing and like we just buy a bunch of sweaters and that's why we have 55 million sweaters do i ever throw them out no no but i really feel like every year we get like another sweater that just like tops the year before the sweaters we got last year were amazing i do fully agree i also am very excited to go to old navy this year because i'm just feeling old navy you know what I'm feeling? Lounge clothes. You know why? I don't leave yeah. the fucking house. Right. Same. <laughs> same, same, same. I'm not buying any jeans. I'm not buying any leggings. No. I'll buy no. big sweaters because big sweaters are cute and you can wear them with sweatpants and be comfortable. I want to buy like cute sweat, more like cute sweatpants and like I feel that. little, like maybe like, like a matching set. I don't know. I feel that. I feel that. Some slippers perhaps. More blank slippers. It's on my Christmas list to my mom, but we'll see. I need blankets. Yes. I need pillows. I want new pillows. I need all the pillows. I feel that. I want a weighted <laughs> blanket. I need to put that on my list. <gasps> I love the one you gave me. Hmm. It's Bed amazing. Yeah, I recommend. Okay, we <laughs> sidetracked. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Merry Christmas. <gasps> Merry Christmas. Okay, so up next, we have our Recaps, Roses, and Refreshers Bachelorette segment. But before we do that, here is a word from our sponsor. Hi guys, we're here to remind you to get your hands on the best teeth whitening kit called Bride Bright. Bride Bright was started by a Corona bride. After she postponed her wedding, she decided to make lemons out of lemonade and find a project for her and her dentist, fiance. They decided there was no better product for them to bring into the world. So now instead of I do, they launched Bride Bright, a new teeth whitening kit for weddings and special occasions, or just getting those coffee or wine stains away so you're presentable over Zoom. Bride Bright provides you with the premium all-in-one teeth whitening experience in just 10 minutes a day and where you'll see results in 10 days. It's a portable mouthpiece, so make it a part of your morning routine or do it before bed during your nightly scroll of Instagram. Use our promo code CORK, C-O-R-K, for 25% off and free shipping. We loved our results and now when we have a special day coming up, we know who we're using. Go to bridebright.co, that's B-R-I-D-E, B-R-I-T-E dot C-O to get your kit today. And we're back to talk about crazy fucking Claire. Crazy fucking Claire. But I think we need to talk about crazy fucking Yosef first. Oh my God, Taylor. Dude, what was that? scares me. He's terrifying. There was nothing in his eyes. The soul left his body in that moment. Yeah, so... All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's just sorry. Yeah. I got to talk about this, but okay. Yeah. So the bachelorette new episode premieres now tonight when you're listening, when this episode comes out, but we're talking about the one last week. It started off with Yosef, you know, freaking out because 
he's annoyed he hasn't gotten time. She's disrespectful, blah, 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 blah. He scared me. And what scared me is when he was like, I left my daughter to come here. And then she was like, trust me, I get it. Like, my mom is dying. He literally goes, I'm not done talking. Disgusting. After she said literally the words, trust me, I know my mom is dying. And he goes, I'm not done talking. That's when I literally was like, this guy is no soul. Like, ew. And like, then he went on and on about a group date that he wasn't even on. Like, I'm sorry. Why are you even talking about this? You weren't even told to strip and no one wants to see your ugly body anyway, Yosef. Yosef, go home. Oh, wait. He did. He did go home. And then when he, you know, yelled at her and said, like, this, you're the oldest bachelorette. You should know better. She was just like, act wide and settle for men like you. That's why. Then Dale comes out of nowhere. The bush, the rose bush. He popped out the rose bush. Popped out the rose bush. And he's like, what's going on? She was like, oh, my God, Dale. Thank God you're here. Okay, production totally sent him in on that. They were like, we need Dale. We need Dale. Wake him up. We wake need him Dale up. Stan. Tell him to put on I, a polo. He literally, like, what? I mean, come on. Everyone's like, it was so cute. He was right there. No. Guys, he wasn't right there. He wasn't right there. He was sent in by production because everybody knew that she wanted to see him and i and then after this dale moment it literally became the dale show yep they should rename it to dale the dale got that right yeah so like that happened it got weird it got weird it got weird because she ended up so then the first date she ended up canceling it it was a cocktail party it was just a cocktail party like yeah, so she canceled date. it because remember that person came to visit her, like one of the girls that used to be the bachelorette yes. from like many, many moons ago came to visit her. And she They're talked sitting, about Dale. She <laughs> talked about Dale the entire time. So much so that she pulled out his pants that he had given her and was sniffing them. So freaking creepy. I'm like, when do you what? sniff pants? Why? Why would you sniff pants? It probably smells like butthole. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what? Why didn't he give you a freaking sweatshirt to sleep in? Why is he giving you your pants? I don't know. And why she... are you whole? You said you slept on it all night, Claire. You've known this man for three days, right? Like, never admit that. Admit that to your closest friends. Jot it down in your diary, and then burn the page. But never ever say that on national television. Oh, she said it on ABC. It. It's locked in. It's done. Locked in. It's going on her tombstone now. So right. I hope she's ready. <laughs> so, yeah. So then she's like with this chick. And then all of a sudden, the guys are like waiting around for like three out, three, four hours. And she comes in and she's like, hi, guys. Oh my God. My day went ahead of me. How are you guys? And so sorry you had to wait. Um, obviously, we're not doing a day date because it's 10 p.m. So I just decided we're going to do a cocktail party. So I'm going to go get ready. Okay. Thank you. Bye. And then she leaves. And then I was just like, oh, my God, this girl's trash. Literal trash. And then, like, I guess, so they all sat down at the cocktail party, and I guess maybe Dale was, because he was at the first group date where no one wanted to talk to her. He was, decided he was going to be that knight in shining armor and step up to the plate when she was like, who wants to have a conversation? But do you remember he said that weird speech? Oh, my God, that was so weird. I didn't even know what he was saying. He was just like, we're all a band of brothers, and 
we, I love you guys so much. And I just want to let you know, like we are all in this together. So I would just like to ask, can I please take Claire first and talk to her? And they were all like, stick my tongue down her throat. What? Yeah. And they were all like, okay. And she was like, oh, okay. Oh, bye guys. Yeah. And then they made out for what? An hour, right? A literal like 45 minutes. I think easier. I'm pretty sure it was easy when to go easy find her i'm obsessed with him i love like, him he is my front runner i feel bad for him too he's like knocking on the store and they're like making out and he's like <laughs> <laughs> hi me again easy just wanted to uh get hey. some time with you but so i guess her and easy talked for like 10 minutes and then like right. he left the room and she literally told production to like hurry the rest of the dates up because she was basically over the night yeah she's like i'm up. tired so we need to make sure like we can hurry the rest of them up yeah because you heard her say it to a producer that's so so she talked up. to all of them and then later on in the night dale grabs her again well and- allegedly he got lost on his way back from the bathroom no, you know what like, happened? The producer's been like, open the door. Do it. Open the do door. It. We did. Dale, we'll give you a open shot, Open the Dale. door. <laughs> Dale, open it for a drink, Dale. And he was like, okay. And, and he's then, like, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm just, I just don't understand why she doesn't just pick him for a one-on-one date. Like, why is she wasting everybody's time by bringing him along on a group date? Because she just wants because to him. here's the thing, and I'm going to get shot tonight by Chris Harrison. I think it's scripted. I do Probably. think I do think that she obviously liked him, but right. I think they saw this from the first rose ceremony. They want they want the show to be different every year. They don't want the same thing. They want drama. So I think one of them thought, "Oh my god, like what if she like falls for him first and then dips or something or then like it's so clear." I'm telling you, like it's now that whole True. episode was too orchestrated. Like it was, like, too much. It was too much Dale that, like, it's it shouldn't have been a surprise for them for the episode that comes out this week that she's, like, I don't want to see any of them because the way it was, like, they shouldn't have been shocked. I don't True. know. True. But maybe it's the editing, too, because I know you can make things look different ways. But, like, the way it is now, it seems like the producers very much knew that she did not give a fuck about the other ones and they were fully pushing for it. They were just, like, making it easier for her to only want him. That's how I see. But, all right, yeah. So let's go through to that one-on-one date with, what the heck was his name? I don't even know his Uh, name. Oh, Zach. I think it was Zach. Zach, Zach, Zach. Yeah. She's getting heat for that. Because she wouldn't tell him goodbye or because of the whole, like, Like, the whole freak out. Okay, here's my thing. Okay. So for anyone that didn't see, here's your recap. She went out with Zach, and it honestly was like a spa date, and then, which is lovely, they got pedicures, like, yeah, amazing. And then they went and swam in like her private pool area, and she was like, okay, like let's go get ready for our dates or whatever. And he was like, okay, and like she leaned in for the kiss, yeah, and he hesitated. He, I don't even think he hesitated. I just don't think he fully leaned in all the way. So then she stopped. And then he was like, why did you stop? And she was like, well, you didn't move. And he was like, yes, I did. And she was like, no. And then, okay, this is where he fucked up. So he oh, grabbed yes. her face, was grabbing her neck. He did this multiple times. He grabbed her face, tried to, like, push her face onto his to kiss him. And then, like, she was like, no, like, I don't want to. And he still kept trying. And then 
they got out the water they started walking away and he was like pulling her again trying to get her to make out with him again and do i think he pulled away i there was no clear sign i did not see his head jerk back I did not see him move forward, but I did not see his head pull back like he did not want to kiss her. So I'm calling bullshit on that. I think she started to lean in and she was like, I don't really want to kiss this person. I'm going to stop now, which is fine. You don't have to. Like, that's totally. Yeah. 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 I don't think she handled it great, but like he handled it way worse. Like he absolutely 1000% should have just let her walk away. He got creepy. He he crossed so many lines in, like, the matter of, like, five minutes. He I agree. But yeah. I just feel like it just stinks because the situation started because Claire got weird first. Like, yes. I think he was trying mm-hmm. to be romantic. And so when she leaned in, I think it took him a second to realize what was happening. So I think right. he wanted to be all romantic and, like, kiss her slowly. And then for some reason, she freaked out. Like, I don't think it was right for her to say, like, you didn't want to kiss me, like, she got dramatic, like she did. Yeah. Like she was just like, "You didn't want to kiss me, so forget it. It's fine, it's fine." And I yeah. just thought that was annoying. Then he got creepy, but I think it's because he floundered. He was just like, "I don't want her to think that I don't want to kiss yeah. her," because he did want to kiss her. And I just think he got way too ahead of himself and like he had to chill. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. There's, there's definitely a way to like go about that. Maybe like just let her know, like I really did want to kiss you. I'm sorry that it came off that I didn't. Not yeah. Try maybe to like, let her walk her away. Time. Yeah, and then let maybe run after her. Tell production like, can I knock on her door now and say like, look, I'm nervous. Like I like you, and then yeah. said like, I want to kiss you, and like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I agree. But I also don't. I don't know because I guess she felt uncomfortable and like rightfully so. I don't know if it was fully right that she didn't show up to the date. I just felt bad for him. I felt like, bad. I just, he wasn't a dick like Yosef. You know, it was a major yeah. misunderstanding. He, yes, he got a little creepy, but yeah. I just felt like, was that warranted for her to then, you know, like Even do that? Up. And like, like you can't have a conversation with him. Like yeah. maybe with Chris Harrison next to you, if you didn't want to be with him alone, I feel bad because then she tried to paint him in such a bad light, but the social media wasn't there for it. They all watched the clip over and over and was like, Claire, he wanted to kiss you and you made it look like something it wasn't. Yeah. So people aren't really on her side with the, with how the situation started. And right. now everyone's calling her like the worst bachelorette because they're like, you're dramatic. You're all over the place. Mm. Whatever. I mean, they're not fully wrong. But, yeah, I think that, like, she at least should have sat down, maybe had a conversation with Chris Harrison there if she wanted, and sent him home if she really didn't want him there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would have been more fair than just, like, sending Chris in and being like, yeah, so you're going yeah. home. Yeah, you make him look like some sort of, like, a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I felt bad for him, but it's what it is. I mean, she wasn't going to pick him anyway. She's in love with Dale. <laughs> you know? Speaking of Dale, again, the second group date, was amazing oh my god the it roast. was so entertaining um bennett i guess bennett? i'm ahead of myself yeah so the okay. second date they showed up and of course all the guys in the second date are like i'm just so happy to like be with her and not dale <laughs> and they're like i'm just so happy to like get her away from dale and they were like we're gonna do a roast and your audience is the other guys how oh my God, convenient convenient and dale was sitting front row yep and the entire roast 
was amazing, but every single guy seemed to have gone off at least a little bit, made a joke about Dale. Mm-hmm. And Bennett, especially though, like Bennett went Bennett. to ham and like the almost his entire roast was about Dale. And Ben made some digs about how Dale has talked about how he knows how he's going to be the front runner and like he's, I guess, bragged to the other guys. But Claire, like, wasn't phased at all by that. Like, she wasn't, like, after the rose when she was walking away. She was like, they were, like, making fun of my fiancé. Like, they oh, need yeah. to back off. Oh, yeah. She was honestly upset. She was like, they're being so mean to, like, to him. And and then did you see at, like, the dinner, during the dinner part or, like, the cocktail party or whatever, she asked every single guy mm-hmm. about Dale. Cringy. She was like, so does Dale talk about me? Like, does Dale like me? Like, what's Cringy. going on with Dale? Yeah. Cringy. Cringy. Honestly, so really inappropriate. And I hate to sound like Yosef, but, like, she's a grown-ass woman. Yeah. You agreed to come on this show. And that was when I was like, you, you can, like, crush on Dale, say it to the camera. When uh, these other guys are here, you're going to, like, have the audacity to, like, bring up another man yeah. when they're trying to have one-on-one with you. Like, that's when I was like, who are – how old are you? I was like, do you realize what this is? That's when I was like, shame on you. Yeah. She definitely didn't handle that well. She's no. not really handling a lot well now that I think about it. And, like, no one got a rose. I thought that was mm-hmm. – uh, that said a lot. A lot. It's because Dale wasn't there. She doesn't care about anyone except for Dale. And Literally, so he's was, the only one that got a rose because they didn't even do a rose ceremony. Yeah. And one of the guys, I think, said after she said no one's getting a rose, they're like, for none of us to get a rose, it's like her saying that she doesn't want any of us in this group to get past the rose ceremony. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, you, you know what I mean? Like, if no one's getting one, then that means you don't even, you don't like any of them. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> we'll so, see. yeah. My one closing thing about this is, is it just me? Or do you feel like Dale is not into it as much as Claire? 100%. Right? 100%. I do not think he's as into her as she's into him, which I, I don't. I just don't. Like, I've seen previous Bachelorette specifically, if we're just talking about the men. And the one with Rachel, the guy she ended up marrying, Brian, it was very clear he was a front runner throughout the entire thing. Obviously not a Dale situation, but, like, throughout the entire thing, in his diary stuff, he would literally pour his heart out talking to the camera, saying, like, I know she's the one. Like, she's perfect. She's everything. Every time they would hang out, he'd be like, I love her, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I have seen maybe one diary room with Dale, and he's just said something, like, casual. And I yeah. feel like every time we see Claire gushing over him, and when they're one-on-one, we see her gushing over him. And I don't really see a lot coming from him. I agree. I said this last week to my sister. I feel like he is viewing it as a game. And, like, she's the prize. And he wants yeah. to win the prize. He doesn't want to win her. He doesn't want to win her heart. He wants to win the prize. And she is the prize. I, he said something to me to on camera. And I turned to my sister. To you. Like, yeah, he talked to me, <laughs> Dale, through the screen. Oh, awesome. Um, and I literally was like, Lauren, that's just – that's weird. Like, he – that's just not something you would think someone who's like head over heels in love with you would say. Yeah. It, it more was like, 
that's what someone who thinks they're gonna beat everybody else would say yeah weird i don't know i don't and when he appeared out of the rose bush after the yosef thing and she mm-hmm. was crying in his arms i didn't see any chemistry which is crazy because i said when they first met i got chills and i thought i saw sparks fly right and now i'm thinking back i'm like was it just claire's face and her really falling for him right he's holding her she's crying hysterically in his arms and he just has his arms around her, and I think he's saying, like, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Wasn't really, like, even touching her hair. Just had his arms around her, and that was it while she cries. And I was like, who is this guy? Like, he doesn't give a shit about her. Yeah. I mean, he even said straight up he thinks he's, like, the best suited for her, or, like, mm-hmm. he thinks he's going to win her, or something like that. He's the best choice for her, or something like that. And that even just – it doesn't make it seem like – we are like meant to be together. He literally just said, I think I'm just like her best choice here or something like that. I don't know. It's very strange. I don't see it. I don't see it anymore. I know. I mean, I'm so excited for this week's episode. I think this is really like the peak of it when we start seeing like whatever happens, Mm -hmm. but I, yeah, I don't have good vibes. They're still together. I've been seeing more and more. He's been seen out in New York. So I've yes. seen him, been yeah. in Washington Square Park for 12 years, um, but I've been seeing more and more. He's out to dinner with a bunch of girls, none of them Claire. Uh-huh. Obviously, it's not going to be Claire, though, because they would keep it a secret. Right. But little sus that he's just out with, like, a bunch of other young, attractive people, just like, right. I am, like, that seems like a single guy type of vibe. Right. You would think if they were together, they would just both be hiding and, like, hanging out Quarantining together, together maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Something's off. I'm going to be really annoyed if they don't show the fate of how they are until the freaking finale. I would hope they wouldn't wait that long. I know. Like, they should show... I just hope that they don't rush into Tasia and then be like, forget all about Claire and Dale and, like, don't give us an answer. Yeah, I agree. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Yep, uh, expect the unexpected. Bachelorette 2020. Yeah, but I'm excited. So yeah, Me that too. was our recap. More of us just like letting out our feelings and frustrations. And um, yeah, we have lots of anger. But yeah, I think that's about it for this week. We always like to end with our batch recap lately. Um, but we just want to remind you guys to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore and filter. Our Twitter is uncorked underscore podcast. Stay hydrated. And drink wine. Bye, guys. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile. 
empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.